Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you know what I'm about to say. We are always daring to be different right here on Dream Chasers Radio. I am your host, Yaya Diamond, life coach, singer, performer, uh, all that good stuff, and yeah, whatever the hell you want to call me, uh, as long as you don't call me late for dinner. You're listening to us on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in Northport, Florida, as well as Bomb Baby Radio in New York City and the Bomb. And, um, and the Bomb, it's the Bomb now, Roku. We got two stations on Roku now. It's going to be Dream Chasers Radio. It's going to be the podcast, as well as our indie music channel, which I'm going to be putting new music up at least once a week. We are so moving forward with everything. I'm so excited about it. I'm most I'm most excited about all my guests that come on the show. I want to thank them all for being on the show. And as a matter of fact, I have my next guest on the line. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Um, my name is Yuri Gelcher, so I'm um, I'm a writer from from Russia, from Moscow, and um, yeah, so I wrote a book. So tell me about your book. Oh yes, yeah. the name of the book is uh, uh, Economy from the Standpoint of General Systems uh, Theory, and um, uh, this book generally is an attempt to present economic theory through an example uh, of a specific country. Uh, in our case, it's Russia, but um, um, in light of a new paradigm, so to say. Um, that means that uh, using systematic approach to research and, uh, um, and present the economic uh, processes, I would say so. Um, actually, uh, no Nobel laureate in economics has ever set the task for himself to predict an economic processes based on the research thanks to which he or she would uh, then uh, be eliminated. At the same time, so uh, predictability is uh, one of the, in my opinion, is one of the most determinative factors of quality for any science. Well, simply imagine uh, what it would look like uh, if we were to commence uh, certain chemical or physical processes not knowing what would be uh, the result of it. So, nevertheless, um, uh, this really uh, happens really frequently in the fields of economics. That means uh, people start certain uh, researchers' processes not uh, even thinking about the result. Mm-hmm. So well, that's basically well. the uh, the summary of what this book is all about. Wow. So what? I mean, wow. What what inspired you to write this book? I mean, kinetic energy. Not everybody likes that. What 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 inspired you? Oh, yeah, so, um, uh, for example, well, I would say that uh, try opening a book on economic theory to written by modern authors, and uh, practically in 100% of uh, cases you will uh, read in the preface uh, that uh, the book presents some kind, of a, mm, uh, some kind of a theory which is really systematic. However, uh, well, um, don't be in a rush to believe it. Behind these words, uh, most of the authors commonly desire to cover as many questions in economics as possible. 
Uh, and that's mm-hmm. uh, that's basically it. Uh, so I would say so. Imagine a big pile of uh, spare parts, but you know, big piles of spare parts doesn't build a car. Uh, so mm-hmm. that means these parts they must be assembled in a specific sequence uh, and for a specific purpose. Uh, so they become some kind of a you know final product. So while employed uh, in, uh, as an econo- economist in the field of research methodology, myself. And uh, while um, organizing production processes, I was lucky enough uh, that from the very start I was forced to engage in the system research in the field of construction. So, and um, to do this, I had to master a completely new science for me, the general systems theory. And at some Mm -hmm. point uh, in time, I realized that this theory had a philosophical value as as well. So, and in my opinion, that's what's lacking in research in social sciences, like um, mm. economics in particular. Mm-hmm. I like this because I haven't heard kinetic energy, and I haven't heard of it. Even though I know about it, I know that kinetic energy is, just, you know, like you said, a car is not going to build itself. You know, you have to go in and get it done. But it's like it kind of refreshes my memory from high school, brings back great memories of sitting in class and learning about all this. So when did you start writing this book? Because I can't imagine really, I mean, for me, it's not its not something I would do because it's not just in my life. But for you, this is really something that's really cool. And I, I can see this book being used in, like, schools to educate people. So when did you start writing this book? Well, um, so um, I, I, uh, I left uh, science in 1989. So uh, mm-hmm. I ran a business, but uh, as a matter of habit, so I continued to write scientific articles from from time to time. At the same time, so um, I also defended my dissertation thesis in organization of uh, the construction processes and operation mm-hmm. of uh, aquatic facilities. So in Russia, in this country, two scientific degrees uh, as a candidate of science are equivalent to a doctoral degree uh, in other countries. And um, mm-hmm. so in Russia also, um, we have to understand that the doctoral degree is uh, something more than a degree in uh, most of the uh, European countries, for example. And in order to receive a doctoral degree in Russia, uh, you have to publish a monograph and fulfill a number of additional requirements. Well, I was, I was going mm-hmm. to, defend, uh, to defend the thesis uh, uh, as a, at a doctoral degrees level. Um, uh, but at, the, at this time... Um, uh, so actually, uh, by that time, I published the first book, uh, which actually stemmed uh, from uh, from the previously published articles. And uh, mm. but uh, so it was a difficult time in Russia, so beginning of nineties. So and I really didn't have time at that at that period of time to defend my thesis. So um, so um, at a certain period of time, just decided that uh, I was ready actually to to. Um, uh, to write a book instead of writing short articles at that period of time, but uh, I really didn't have time to defend my doctoral thesis. Mm. So, mm-hmm. so then I just, uh, sort of, so to say, rolled up my sleeves and started uh, started writing a book. So because I decided that this is about wow. time, I have to do something more serious. Right, right. Wow, wow. And how long did it take you to write this book? Uh, well, it took me four years. I continued uh, running my business at that time, uh, just like I said, so the beginning of the 90s, uh, so it was a hard period in this country. So, But uh, so, uh, but I uh, found some time uh, in the evening to, to write a book, so when I had free time. Okay. 
And, like, okay, so I was talking about high school and how, you know, the, the energy and all this, the science and everything. And how, So what is your target audience? Is it is it young? Is it old? What What is your target audience? Um, I would say that uh, when when you talk, uh, to be honest, when when you were talking about the scientific work, uh, you don't really think about it. So I just wanted to to dig the truth out. Out, I would say so. Uh, but mm-hmm. um, once the book is really published, you may find it. Uh, your generation accepts it with uh, caution. Um, to a certain degree, I would say so. Uh, same cannot be said about the youth or students. For example, my former scientific supervisor, Boris uh, Rakitsky, uh, believes, uh, based on his own experience, that it takes at least 15 years uh, for something new in science to become generally accepted. In my opinion, mm-hmm. however, this is too optimistic of you. I would say it takes anywhere from 15 to 15 years. So just like I said, for, for any substantial scientific work to be uh, properly accepted. So that means that leads us to the um, to thinking that um, we're looking at the younger generation who would read this book. Wow. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking that. I was thinking that, definitely. So what is the purpose for writing your book for this target audience, for the younger generation? Um. Uh, the main goal uh, was to explain the sequence and manner of development of uh, nations uh, of some nations' economy. Uh, it is necessary to, uh, actually, in my opinion, to get rid of many dogmas imposed uh, on us by politicians and all economic schools. For the economy, there are no um, there are no practical obstacles to do that. I would say so. Everything depends on goal, goals that society is able to formulate and set to achieve as well as how well it chooses uh, the means to achieve such goals. So, um, mm-hmm. so basically, so the general idea behind writing this book, to just like I said, so just to get better understanding of um, okay. economy, mm-hmm. just uh, seen through, through general systems theory. Yeah. Did you did you find that you needed to write this book? I mean, like, and some people write books because they want to write this book. But what what did you feel like there was a need to write this book? You know, so yeah, so that's a good question because actually, so this is a book about economy. So and uh, normally, you know, you don't write economy books for fun. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So, and um, at those days so when I started to write the book, so um, um, so if you if you remember, uh, so in early nineties we had a very you know uh, specific and very hard situation in our economy since uh, since the the economy was changing completely in this country, mm-hmm. and um, due to Yeltsin's politics, who was the president at that time in Russia, and subsequently uh, Putin's politics. Um, was uh, and still sometimes called a democratic or liberal uh, um, economical poli- politics for, for some reason. Though my thinking still that Russia is currently is um, is not a very good economic shape, and um, I still think that it's uh, it looks like a semi-colony, uh, and the raw materials, the resource um, appendage uh, to to Western to to the Western countries, and. Um, mm. 
you know, so, uh, but at the same time, I think that no administration in the country is everlasting, so, well, obviously. And so, uh, mm, I hope that uh, my ideas will be accepted, uh, just like we discussed previously in 15 or 25 years. And so, uh, they can, I think that this time is needed to accept new economic theories and ideas properly. Mm, uh, they cannot be accepted uh, here in this country now because um, uh, so there is uh, we don't have really an alternative now, and um, and uh, it's very common for Russia as well to accept ideas of scientists upon their their return home, for example, after their ideas um, have been accepted or impl or even implemented uh, implemented in Europe or in or in other Western countries, um, and I would definitely. Don't want to see a situation when similar fate uh, is is there for my ideas. So I would definitely right. would love to, so to see that my my ideas would would be um, you know implemented or at least understood properly. Mm -hmm. And this book being a subject that, like you said, it's economic. It's 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 you know it's money. It's economics. It's money. Economics is is is, is the economy. Uh, you know, and how it's going up and down, fluctuating. And so, who do you dedicate a book like this to? Well, well, dedication of book is a specific thing. So, you know, so well, in uh, when I was writing a book, I was thinking about my uh, scientific supervisor from the previous years, uh, and it is dedicated actually to my former scientific supervisor, whose name is Barry Sirkitsky, who taught me to think uh, freely. And never, he's, uh, he told me never to look back on any authority. So in a broader sense, it is dedicated to, to new economists and politicians who will come to power in this country after the year 2025, at least. Or to a new generation, will be, which will be in its uh, you know, 30s uh, or 40s uh, in 2014, some, somehow. So and um, I have not picked this, uh, these dates or years by chance. Uh, they correspond to the long and short cycles of, cycles of uh, generational generational change that are most uh, uh, pronounced in Russia. And I'm hopeful that generations uh, to come uh, and these coming generations to replace us uh, will accomplish uh, all our generation, um, you know, tasks. Uh, so. They will accomplish a task that we were incapable to to accomplish. That's uh, that's my right. thinking. Wow, wow! And what made what what motivates you to become a writer? And 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 what are you inspired by? I mean, what inspires you to write? You know, because obviously you say you don't write for fun. So what is it that you know? At least not this book. What 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 was it that made you you know inspired you to become a writer yeah, and motivate right. you? Mm -hmm. So actually, my first uh, article was published in, uh, back in 1986 uh, when I was uh, studying, at, uh, studying at, the at the graduate school at the Central Economic Mathematical Institute of the Academy of Sciences, uh, or the USSR, then. So, mm -hmm. and so I, since I began writing in the early 80s when I started having problems uh, due to my free thinking, so to say, as a student. Mm, well, okay. but a candidate uh, to, uh, in science should, uh, sh should not be allowed to take an exam until the very end of the academic year in our country. And, um, yeah, so, and, um, but I always desired to work in science. Um, mm -hmm. 
and I, I, I try to, to write uh, when I'm certain that my work will be of interest to my readers. Mm-hmm. Um, akin to my poems and music that I also create, writing has never been a source of remuneration for me at the same time. That means that, you know, so when I have to say something and I'm ready to write something, just do it. Okay. And do you have any unique writing habits? Um, well, that's a good question. So probably that's a question to, to my readers, you know. Right. So, yeah, so because I cannot tell it myself. So if they think I have certain interesting, uh, you know, and uh, individual habits, they have to tell that. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, you know, it's been such a pleasure having you on the show. You know, tell us what kind of books you like to read. I mean, you're a writer, you're an author, but do you like to read certain types of books? Well, so that's a good question as well. So definitely I read, uh, I read a lot of books because, you know, in order to to write a book, so you have to, to read as well. So, well, but this is my hobby as well. So so it's um, normally I enjoy reading biographical researches of famous historical figures, for example. That's one thing. And... Um, um, at the same time, speaking about American authors, for example, so um, uh, I uh, always like to read uh, the the, uh, um, the the works of uh, Stiglitz and Krugman, for example, in the economics field. Mm-hmm. As for the Russian authors, so I also uh, like to, to read the uh, the books of my uh, scientific supervisor and uh, um, and uh, his wife. Uh, this is the Rakitsky couple, so they're pretty well-known scientists in this country, and so um, I was reading their works. Mm. Well, it's such a pleasure to have you on because, I mean, coming from a different country and seeing that, you know, everybody has a, a, a love, you know, everybody wants to do something. That's why we have Dream Chasers and we have Dream Chasers Radio because of the love and the and the passion. If you were to tell somebody something, a, a piece of advice, something that you would give them, and they want to write a book like yours, or they're interested in what you like as well, what would you tell them to do? Hmm. Well, I would say that uh, be yourself, first of all. So if you want to say something mm-hmm. to, to the people uh, by means of writing a book, uh, you know, try to be honest to yourself and to your readers if you want to to let people know what uh, what you have to say so uh try to be substantial try to be just like i said honest uh, and um people will uh, will listen to you in case you do that uh, that's that's what comes to my mind at this point well, and where can people reach you? Where can they where can they find your information? Well, basically, I, I do have a uh, website, right? Mm-hmm. 
and uh, so um, and I have well all means of uh, modern communications, uh, including you know, all the the modern um, types. So it's like uh, you know WhatsApp, Viber, whatever. So so that means that um, in case uh, somebody would be interested in contacting me, he can they can find me on starting from Facebook, uh, continuing to Instagram and other means of communication. Just just uh, type my name. Type, type my name, and so and you will find me. All right, and that and and um, I am excited again to have had you on the show. You guys, if you want to get in contact with Yuri, all you have to do is type in Yuri. Is it G? Are you doing G, or are you yes. just doing Yuri Gletzer? Oh, you, 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 so well. Uh, so in the uh, in my case, you should spell it with Y. It's uh, of course definitely so. It's jury. I mean, the name is the same, but uh, the, the spelling can be different. In my case, it's Y. Uh, y U R I, Yuri. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. U. And then your last name. U. Uh, yes. Y U R I, Yuri Geltzer. Geltzer. The family name is spelled like uh, G E L T S E R. Geltzer. Okay. All right, awesome. I want to thank you again so much for just being on the show, for bringing the economy, like that book. I mean, that's to me, that took some research. That took dedication, and I, I admire you so much for that. Thank you so much, Mr. Gelter, for being on the show. Uh, and uh, thanks, Aya, for inviting me to this show. So thanks for giving me the possibility to 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 be here and to say some words about my book and my view of the economy, just like I stated in my book. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right, then. Uh, let us know when you're doing another book. I mean, definitely you are one of those trendsetters, those people that have your finger on the pulse of the economy, and I would love, love, love to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. Um, have a great day then, right? You too. All right, bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Wow. You know, you've got to have a piece of everything in order to make a complete world. We have so many talented people on this show, and Yuri Geltzer is one of them. If you guys want to go to his website, all you have to do is just type in, type in his name. That's Y-U-R-I and then G-E-L-T-S-E-R. And we're going to have that up and onto the site a little bit later on today so that you can copy and paste that into your browser. And we're going to find the site. We'll find it, and we'll put the link in our browser as well as on our Facebook page a little later on today because I am on location in Miami today. I have had such a wonderful time. Thank you so much to Yuri for being on the show, and thank you guys so much for listening. You go ahead and have a wonderful, wonderful day. And I will see you tomorrow morning right here again at 10 a.m. on June Chasers Radio. And don't forget to what? Dare to be different, baby. Mm-hmm.